Welcome to this week's episode of Student Success Stories, where we spotlight academic success at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we visit with Ridley Holmes, a junior from Waco who is a business fellows student studying finance, political science, and economics. Hi, Ridley. Thank you so much for joining me today on our episode and sharing some information about how you've been successful academically. Um, if you don't mind, if you would just introduce yourself to our audience and maybe tell a little bit about um, where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Sure. So uh, I guess, first of all, my name is Ridley Holmes. Uh, I've been at Baylor, I guess, two full years now, so I'll be a junior. I'm actually from Waco, Texas, uh, which means that Baylor's a bit in the backyard. My dad has worked with the university for about 14 or 15 years now, I guess, um, which I guess that ties in pretty well to the question of how I got here because it has been quite a road. I think there was a long time where I didn't want to be, you know, maybe not, I didn't want to be far away from my parents, but maybe not necessarily right in their backyard uh, for college, uh, but God just sort of opened lots of doors at Baylor and closed doors other places, so I ended up here and I've been very happy since then. Uh, and I'm, as far as more introduction goes, I'm a business fellow who's studying economics, finance, and political science. Oh, wow. That yes. sounds like a lot, a lot to, of things to do. It is. It's a full plate, but it's a lot of fun. What got you interested in those different areas? So I wanted the uh, business experience that finance involves. I like the reading of economics, and then I'm interested in the long run uh, into going into politics, perhaps, or at least law school. So that's the poli-sci part. Cool, that's exciting, well great. Well, one of the big focuses of this podcast is thinking through any tips and techniques you have as far as when you're studying what works best. So what are maybe some study strategies that you use that really help you take in the information? Yeah, uh, so I'd say first and foremost, the most important thing is to be present in class and engaged because I found that my hard classes where I'm listening very intently in class and asking questions uh, when I don't understand something often become the easier classes and the easy ones where I, you know, I'm just messing around on my laptop and not paying attention that those often become the harder ones. And it sounds pretty cliche, but it really is true. Uh, I've found that normally if I can understand sort of more or less the argument that a teacher is making, if, if they have a, a thesis statement and I, you know, can get there before they do, then I uh, do a lot better on the tests than, uh, than if I'm, you know, not tracking along with them in class and just writing down the different things that they say. Uh, and then as far as, I guess, past that studying goes, a big thing for me is trying to go back over notes within a week. So typically I'll handwrite my notes during class and then retype them up within a week. And then that kind of solidifies and makes it a lot easier whenever test time comes back around. Awesome. Sounds like you really kind of are stepping back and getting the big picture of what the professor is communicating. That's, that's the goal, I guess. I, I wouldn't say that I'm very, you know, ultra consistent with it but when I do that it's a whole lot easier for me. Awesome great that sounds good. So when you are studying or kind of maybe in your daily study practices are there some routines that you notice you can kind of consistently fall into? Sure uh, I suppose that there are classes that I enjoy more than others uh, and homework that I enjoy doing more than others and so I've recognized that for myself it's good to break those up um, so uh, if I'm having an economics class that I really enjoy and have some practice problems in that one, I might spread them out instead of doing them all first and leaving the uh, homework I dread more uh, for later. 
So that's a good thing. And then I guess always having a, a cup of caffeine with me to make sure I'm not, not getting sleepy. That's a pretty good tip as well. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of mixing it up. That's great. All right. What about sometimes the way we start our day really sets the tone. So do you have a morning routine or things that you do consistently in the morning when you get up? I do. I've been, this is a more recent development, but I have been trying to wake up at the same time every day. Uh, so I'll normally wake up around 5.45 or 6 and try to go for a run before class. Uh, and then that allows me to have time to go for a run, get some reading in, get a cup of coffee. I really start my day off well before class. Uh, I used to sort of roll out of bed and try to make it to my 930s. Uh, you know, by starting time that it, do, it does work well for some people, but I've found that for myself, it's really good to, you know, get the blood flowing a little bit before class. Awesome. With a little space in there. That's right. Great. Well, so what is your favorite place to study on campus? On campus. So I have the privilege of working at the Baylor Law Library, and so I'm not, I'm not sure if that qualifies, but that is probably my favorite <laughs> place to go, um, especially while I'm working. Uh, but whenever I'm not working in, I guess, in, in campus proper, uh, I do like Moody a lot. I like the quiet section of Moody. So there's kind of a fun community there in some senses, I guess you could say, because you see the same sad faces there every day. <laughs> We're all in it together. So Yeah, good, good community support in the midst of the study. That's good. I know. I think it's so fun at Moody. They have all those different levels of volume. And I think that's a neat way to think about it. Um, what about off campus? Do you ever venture outside of Baylor and get some studying done? Yeah, I do. I love studying at uh, Dichotomy or uh, Pinewood. I mean, really, I mean, Common Grounds is fine too. It's really wherever's least busy at the time. <laughs> um, that's that's the key is finding a place that isn't so loud that I can't study. Uh, and then whenever finals season rolls around, I'll be at IHOP a whole lot because they've got 24 hours in bottomless coffee. So that's a pretty good setup. Can't beat that. That sounds like a good plan. All right. Well, is there a challenge you've overcome since coming to Baylor or maybe a mistake that you learned from that's really influenced your study habits? Yeah. So a lot of my Baylor experience so far, and I've, I'm far from mastering this, but it's been time management. Uh, I'm the type of personality to overcommit to everything. Uh, and certain people in my life would say that I'm still overcommitted. And I would probably agree with them, but I think that it's, it has gotten better. Um, so freshman year especially, I would commit to lots of things uh, and then would think at the end of the day, like, it's not that important that I get the study time in. Uh, and things, you know, things worked out okay, but they didn't work out as well as they should have. Uh, so my biggest, I think that probably the biggest thing that I learned last year is I have to have nights that I set aside and say, I'm going to study this night. So friends ask me to hang out. If uh, there, there are things going on, I just say in my mind, I'm not going to make it to that thing. It won't happen. I have to study tonight. Uh, and then if I finish early, then it's kind of a fun surprise. But I've learned that if I will tell people, oh, yeah, it's possible. I, you know, I might stop by later. I'll try to be there by midnight. Um, then I will end early. I will not be focused. So it's all about sort of setting expectations and managing them for the nights where you really have to put in work. So That's awesome. Sounds like you kind of schedule some meetings with yourself. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of blocked off. Good. Oh, that's really important because it's easy to get overcommitted quickly. And that kind of rolls into the next question. What student organizations are you involved in on campus? Yeah, so 
Uh, I'm in Baylor student government. That's become increasingly more of a time commitment. Um, so I'm a student senator, uh, and then I serve on a few committees besides that. Um, let's see what else. I, I'm a part of KOT, uh, which can take varying amounts of time as well. Um, I'm also a part of uh, the AEI Executive Council, um, which is a little bit lesser uh, known, but it, it takes up uh, a little bit of time as well. And finally, Baylor Ambassadors too. So those are all, they're all, it's a good smattering of organizations that take up time for different reasons, uh, but it's good variety. Do you find that the busy seasons of those different areas kind of balance each other out so they're not all super busy at the same time? Or I'd say so. Student government's a pretty constant um, time drain. Uh, and then the other ones are more manageable and with AI especially, I can do the work two weeks before, I can do the night of, uh, so that's more up to my choice. Ambassadors is really only busy right before we go lobby, uh, which is nice. And then uh, KOT is pretty much wherever I put into it, uh, which is a huge blessing. Oh good, so you have a little flexibility. How do you keep all of those meetings and requirements straight in your mind? <laughs> I, I am a big fan of the calendar. So, okay. I mean, the, the moment that I get a text or an email uh, setting, setting up an appointment, it goes right in the calendar. Uh, and that's, that's really the only way. And that I still sometimes get over, overbooked and double booked and whatnot. But that's the, the best way I've found so far to be able to stay on top of everything. Awesome. Do you use like the calendar in your phone or do you use a paper? I use the calendar on my phone, uh, and that way I can uh, add for my laptop or my phone. Um, but I know I have friends who carry around a paper calendar, and that works great for them as well. Uh, mostly, I guess, it's the, the, my handwriting is so poor that, you know, it's a little bit easier if I can just type it out. Oh, sure. Well, and it helps, I'm sure, syncing among all your mm -hmm. devices and keeping everything straight. Well, we may have some first semester students listening and thinking back about your experience if you had a word to give to your first semester self, what advice would you share? Uh, so it's, it's kind of a tricky balance, especially your first semester, because I think it's very important to spend time with friends, get to know people, and getting to um, just experience college. Uh, and I think that that is super important. But I would say, as a, as a word of, not caution, but just as, as a word to the opportunistic, I suppose, the easiest A's you'll ever get are in your first two semesters. Um, and for me, I didn't, I didn't take advantage of that opportunity as much as I should have. Uh, I'm someone who is, you know, more or less focused on my GPA, looking forward to grad school. Um, and so I didn't uh, do as well as I should have my first few semesters uh, in the name of having fun, which was awesome, and I don't have a ton of regret there. Um, but now as I'm uh, further along in my career, I'm trying to get my GPA back up to where I want it to be. Um, and I can put in three times as much effort nowadays in my upper level classes and still not get the, the easy A's I could have gotten for free, uh, more or less back in my first two semesters. So I would keep that in mind, uh, especially if you're someone who has high GPA goals or, or GPA goals at all, just that, um, a little bit of work in your first two semesters will go a long way and will save you perhaps a lot of heartache later on uh, because once you hit the upper level classes it becomes difficult and sometimes at least for me I felt uh, almost impossible to get A's in those classes so I really take advantage of that opportunity while you have it. Awesome thank you. Um, well you mentioned caffeine that you like like your coffee so what's your favorite coffee order? 
That's a good question. I've, I've really gotten into brewing my own coffee as much as I can to save a little bit of money. Uh, but if I'm going out, I'll run by Starbucks and if it's a big night of stuff, well, I'll do a cold brew as a base. And then depending on how much studying there is, I'll add some shots of espresso. So I'll, I'll get up to two or three summer <laughs> nights, but those are the rough ones. That's when you're in it for the long haul. That's huh? right. Well, what do you like to do for a study break? Yeah, I'm a big fan of, uh, of exercise, uh, running, playing racquetball or tennis with friends, anything to really uh, take my mind off of the study matter. Uh, kind of, for me, standing up and walking away from, the, uh, from my books is really, really good. And so by exercising, I'm really taking my mind away from that and letting it rest for a little bit. Uh, so that's probably my favorite way. And then Every once in a while, sometimes I'll just need a moment to just sit down and watch an episode of TV or something mindless like that and yeah. just really get some rest. But um, yeah, I guess generally being around people as well, uh, just really anything that's different than the studying is the most restful for me. Awesome. Just kind of mixing it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what about at Baylor? Are there any resources that you found to be particularly helpful or useful? I'd say older students. Uh, I'm blessed to be a part of, uh, like I said earlier, the business fellows and uh, those students especially I've found uh, the older ones are very, very like kind and a lot of them have been through the ringer already and know what you're going through and have been in the exact classes that I'm, I'm taking. And so it's been nice for me to have older friends to text to ask, oh, what do you think about this professor? How's the first test in this class? Uh, so I guess just general advice there would be uh, find older folks in your major uh, who you can just rely on and who have maybe similar study habits and maybe uh, similar, I don't know, intelligence levels to you, or at least they think about problems the same way. And that way, um, you're able to get a good read on classes before things, are, uh, things get out of hand. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that really helps to have people who have kind of are a little bit further down the path. Awesome. Well, so when you're studying, do you have anything, any, anything you like to listen to? Yeah, um, I, I've gotten into classical music recently. Uh, sometimes that can be a little distracting, even, even for me. Uh, so I'll just listen to rain noise on my phone. Uh, I have friends who can study with pop music or something, uh, you know, some instrumental things. And that I just really can't do it. I've tried and I, I can't. So I, I just need something that's very, um, very calm and something that won't distract me at all. Awesome. So a little background noise, but not too involved. That's right. Well, all right. Well, my last question for you is, what are your hopes beyond Baylor? Yeah, that's the question everyone seems to be asking, <laughs> including my parents. Um, as of right now, as the plan stands, hopefully a fifth year master's of economics here at Baylor and then law school after that. So uh, but that fifth year might not happen. Law school might not happen. It really, I guess, depends on how much more school I'm willing to take. Awesome. Well, we wish you the best for that future. And thank you so much for taking time today and sharing your experience with us. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Story. You can keep up with the podcast and subscribe to episodes by searching Student Success Stories on iTunes or go to our website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast for a direct link to subscribe and also a link to listen. You'll find all the show notes from this episode there. 
Our podcast theme music is Cheery Monday by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com.